breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Real quick here, man, let's tell you guys what is for lunch out at Livingston there. Pull up my folder here. I was uh, making some notes there. All right, today's lunch special out at the Gathering Restaurant there at Livingston. It is hamburger steak. Hey, look, man, if you are anywhere near Highway 22 and Highway 463 in Madison County, the Livingston or the town of Livingston, the Gathering Restaurant will deliver an abundance of goods for you to enjoy. Enjoy their daily blue enjoy their daily blue plate specials for lunch that feature the Gathering's famous fried pork chops. They say it's the best fried pork chop on earth, and uh, I have no doubt that it probably is. They got homemade gumbo and tomato tomato basil soup. It's served every day, all day long. In the evenings, you can enjoy a butcher cut steak, fresh seafood, golden brown fried catfish, savory pastas, and a delicious salad. I want it all. Can I just get like a mega plate? <laughs> so get a couple people together and just go get some share plates. <laughs> anyway, hey, look, so... They also they have an excellent brunch every Saturday from 10 to 2. Live music every Sunday night. You can check out their social media pages to see who the performances are by. The Gathering also offers family meals to go. The adjacent Livingston Mercantile has a huge selection of hunting and fishing supplies. Visit the full-service gas station with its true southern hospitality. The Gathering, the Gathering Restaurant at Livingston Mercantile is in the town of Livingston. Sorry, kind of stumbled there reading that, but check this out. I do better just talking. I went out there the other day just to stop in and see what was going on. Stopped at the gas station. These guys came out. They pumped my gas, which I'm perfectly capable of pumping my own gas, but it was kind of cool. So I was able to save some time. I went in the store, got a a hamburger. They actually sell hamburgers at the gas station. I thought that was kind of cool. And I just kind of walked around, nosed around a little bit. It's just old school, man. I like it. It's neat. If uh, if you don't like pumping gas or you're in a rush, man, run out there. Let them do it. They don't charge you anything extra for it. It's kind of neat to get that full service. I bet that would have done really well during, like, COVID and stuff. But anyway, check it out, man. Today, the hamburger steak special, it's what's for lunch. All right. If you've been following along, you know that we have been on top of this story about the kid and the Russian roulette stuff and that it is turned out to be a lie. The Russian roulette that never happened. It, it sounded suspicious to begin with, but I'm all y'all bear with me. I'm going to read this. This is on Jackson Jambalaya. Shout out to Kingfish. He did a phenomenal job of transcribing this and putting it together as always. So I'm going to quote here. If you want to go read this story yourself, it's at jacksonjambalaya.com, and the title is Court Testimony, Child Lured to Vacant House Where Killed. It says, a horrific story of savagery unfolded today in Jackson Municipal Court during the initial appearance for suspects accused of killing a 12-year-old boy. Detectives said in court that 17-year-old Eshawn Green and his 21-year-old girlfriend, Kaylin Owens, lived in an abandoned house on Audubon Place. Although abandoned, the couple somehow hooked up electricity and water. A 14-year-old boy, a 14-year-old boy was allegedly with them at the t- at the house. The boy allegedly texted Markel Kill Noah at 11 p.m., but the child was asleep. He texted again at 2:20 a.m., telling him to come to the house. The second text woke up the victim, who went over to the house. 
The story is in court somewhat different, but apparently no Russian roulette took place as earlier reported by JPD. A struggle over the gun allegedly took place. One of the kids allegedly pointed the gun at Noah and shot. The gun fired, killing the boy. No one called the police. The trio allegedly and haphazardly cleaned the crime scene. The 14-year-old ran out, but Green made him come back. They took the body several houses down the street and dumped it over the fence. The parents could not find their son and called JPD. JPD arrived and initiated a search. The boy helped JPD search for his former friend. Owens allegedly broke down and told the police what happened. JPD charged the boy with murder and tampering with evidence. Green was charged with murder. JPD charged Owens with accessory after the fact since she tried to destroy evidence. All three defendants appeared scared in court today. Owens cried she has been pregnant for several weeks. However, the day's events were not concluded as it turned out Owens and Green were involved in another murder. And this, my friends, this is where your blood is going to boil. Another murder took place across the street from the vacant house. Owens and Green allegedly lured a man outside so they could get the rims to his vehicle. Owens' brother got in the vehicle and shot him to death. Lacking remorse, the defendants allegedly drove, I want to make sure y'all are listening to this, the defendants allegedly drove the vehicle throughout Jackson. JPD at one point gave chase but stood down when pursuit got too dangerous. The second crime came together in court during the initial appearance. Judge Reynolds signed the warrant as the second case opened against Green and Owens. Judge Reynolds set the boys' bond at $1 million for murder, 100000 for tampering with evidence. Green has a bond set of $2 million for murder and 100000 for tampering with evidence. Owens has no bond as she is charged with capital murder. She does have a 100000 bond for witness tampering. And there's a bunch of text and stuff here between the boy. I mean, this is some sad stuff. I, it's just it's way too convoluted to read online, I mean, on the radio. But, again, I recommend you going to that, jacksonjambalaya.com, and clicking on that. I shared it to my personal Facebook page last night. So let's say this. So you heard the part that the initial murder that, that preceded the one of the 12-year-old boy, the guy who they shot and killed for his rims, Police were in pursuit of them at some point, and they stood down over Jackson's pursuit policy. Chakwe Antar Lumumba's far-left George Soros anti-pursuit policy. Jody Owens, George Soros-funded DA. Just want to make sure we get that out there. Any chance we get an opportunity? Blood is on Chakwe's hands. Blood is on Chief Davis's hands. Probably not a popular thing to say. If you had caught these people when you had the opportunity, I'm going to assume that this 12-year-old boy would still be alive. He wouldn't have got lured out of his house by this bunch anyway. Terrible. Absolutely Terrible, inexcusable. So now 
all you folks out there who love to run your mouths about these police pursuits. Well, well, why are they just pulling them over for a ticket? Why are they chasing them over an expired tag? Clay, what if they have a wreck? Or what if they get away and they kill a 12-year-old boy a few weeks later? Or the fact they had killed somebody and they were actually in a stolen car. That's why you have to do the pursuits. That is why you have to pursue. All right. Let's check in to the Guns and Gear text line here real quick before we go to break. Kimberly text in. says, don't forget about Pickett spewing. Sorry here. says, don't forget about Pickett spewing his hate for the Capitol Police. Oh, yeah, we're going to. Uh, we're going to talk about Polo's stuff here in a minute. You know, Mr. Coming Down Your Row himself. And we got I, I got some thoughts on Pickett also. So that is one of the reasons we will always stand with the police that pursue. Do they get it wrong sometimes? Do bad things happen sometimes? Sure, it happens. Bad things can happen doing anything. You got a better chance of getting shot at a Jackson gas station than you do getting killed as an innocent victim in a high-speed pursuit going awry. Way, tremendously better chance. You probably got about as good a chance of winning the lottery as you do of being killed as an innocent victim in a high-speed pursuit. I've never seen the numbers, but I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure I'm right. All right, let's marinate on this for a second. We're going to come back, close out the first hour. We've got two hours today. We've got two hours. We're going full scorched earth. This morning, this is the Clay Edwards show. We'll be right back. Phone lines wide open, man. I would love to hear you guys opinion on this. Am I wrong? Am I right? What do you think? 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. Rules, baby. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards show. This segment is going to be brought to you by. How about my friends over at Acme Pizza and daiquiris right there at Phantom Mart on the res get out see chip and the team they open daily 4 p.m we've got a wide array of frozen daiquiris i think they got like nine different ones then they have all the different specialty pizzas it was at 12 at last count so you can also try their will of flavor you can put up to three specialty pizzas or whatever it is you want to throw together and make a crazy will of flavor it seems to be very popular from all the pictures I keep seeing online. Try that. Or just build your own custom pizza. That's what I do. I keep it simple. Give me some crust, some sauce, a lot of cheese, and some Canadian bacon. That's called ham. <laughs> I ordered a pizza from another pizza place not too long ago. And I ordered Canadian bacon. And I got home and it was just bacon on my pizza. Now, look, nothing wrong with bacon on a pizza. It, it, it could have been worse. But I prefer ham. Over bacon on my pizza anyway. Probably wouldn't have made that mistake at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri. So check them out. They got the deep fried pizzas. They got hamburgers. They got something for everybody. They're open late on the weekends. So you get that late night late night hunger pains. Get, hit them up. Delivery available on all major delivery apps, including uh, our local favorite, Take a Break Deliveries. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's located right there. Phantom Mart on the res. Open daily at 4 p.m. Right in front of the bowling alley there. 
All right, we ain't got but about a minute left before the top of the hour break here. Let's see. On the text line here, on the Guns and Gear text line, Unknown Tetra said, why was the 12-year-old just able to leave the house at 2 in the morning? No one is watching him. Where his parents or guardians? You know, to that I, I don't have an answer, but I will say this. It, it ain't hard to get up and walk out of the house at 2 in the morning. I mean, we we want to think it is. We want to pretend it is, but, you know, unless the house has got an alarm system or something, I mean, you can wake up at two in the morning, sneak out, and God knows I did. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna put the fault on, on the parents there. It, it, if you're snoozing, you're working hard all day, and you go to sleep, and your kid sneaks out at two in the morning, that is what it is. It sucks, but I'm not going to put the guilt on the parents there. All right, we'll be right back after this news break on 103.9. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.